Welcome to another episode of the More Salon Clients podcast. I'm Ren, the founder and owner of Wolf and Rabbit Inc., a company whose sole mission is to help salons and stylists get more clients and make more money. This week, we are diving into data. (laughs) I have researched all of the 2022 consumer behavior trends and pulled out the three most relevant trends for salons. A lot of buying behavior has changed over the past couple of years, and I really wanted to see how local service-based businesses are being affected by these changes and what you can keep an eye out for, how you can make some really smart strategic decisions and stay ahead of the competition as you move into a new year. Also, if you need some help planning your holiday promotions, head on over to wolfandrabbitmarketing.com and download my free guide on the seven holiday promotions you should run this year. I'll see you over there. I'm so excited to be here with you guys and for today's topic because we're going to talk all about like consumer behavior and how it's kind of changed over the past couple of years, obviously some stuff has been going on that has kind of contributed to some evolution, to some different things going on. And so I really want to talk to you guys today about the behavior trends that we're noticing across the market and also how this is going to specifically relate to my salon friends and how we can kind of stay ahead of the curve. You know, as things come and as things start changing, the best thing we can do as business owners is take responsibility, step up to the plate and say, okay, cool, things are changing. The industry is evolving and I'm ready for it and I'm going to like evolve with it. And really what we're doing is I want you guys to get in the mindset of showing up as leaders, as industry experts, and just with the heart of your dream clients on your mind because when we show up authentically for our dream client for the people that we want to be working with oh so like everything is so much easier when we are thinking more about what's comfortable for us what feels good for us that's where we can kind of get into you know we can get into some trouble we can make some poor decisions so today is all about looking at what the studies are saying and then how that relates to us and how we can start building out our plan for next year. Because it's quarter four starting tomorrow, which is wild. Hi, Alex, welcome, nice to see you. Oh, hey, Crafty Miss Blog. I feel like we have been friends for so long online. I think you know my husband, that is so fun. Okay, awesome. So. Before we get into this, you guys know I always like to do a little quiz at the beginning. And so even if you're watching the replay, please go ahead and keep voting. What I like to do is at the end of the live stream, I like to kind of touch on this question um, and give you guys an answer to something that's burning in your mind. Because, you know, if you're new (laughs) with me, all of the content that I create, all of these lives, all of the posts that I make, my Instagram stories, it's all for you and by you. I really come up with all of that as, you know, just somebody who wants to genuinely help. So go ahead and drop your answer and then I will cover the one with the most the most comments at the end. 
So with consumer behavior changing through the panoramic and everything that's been going on, what has been the biggest challenge for you to things shifting more online? So is it A, how to still sell retail? This is a big one. I hear about it all the time. B, how to stay competitive? Or C, how to shift your business more digital? So what has been the biggest challenge for you as consumer behavior has been changing? A, how to still sell retail, B, how to stay competitive, or C, how to become more digital as your brand. So as you're watching this, go ahead and drop your answer, and then I'll be coming back and kind of touching on that topic here at the end. So for those of you who maybe haven't met me yet, I am Ren. I'm the owner and founder of Wolf and Rabbit Inc. And my passion, my heart is totally focused on helping salons and helping stylists get more clients. So everything here is all about, you know, getting results. It's practical things that you can implement. Um, and it's less technique focused and it's less about growing your skill set. It's more about helping you show up authentically and also be able to attract those clients that you actually want to be working with okay so i'm really really happy that you're here and let's go ahead and get into it okay i see some bees coming in in the group i see some coming in too okay all right awesome so it looks like we're going to be covering b at the end so thank you so much for sharing where you're at right now. Okay, so I have three, you know, I looked at all of the data, I pulled all of these kind of like research studies and everything like that, that I could get my hands on that have been done since last year. And what I did is I kind of, you know, there's a ton of research, a ton of data that's come out, but I really hand selected the three that I believe have the biggest impact on us on a service-based industry so obviously you know one of the major shifts was that people are going more online so people who sell a lot of goods and products they might have some different things to focus on than what we're going to be focusing on as local service providers and so let's get into it so the first trend that is going on for 2022 is that there has been an increase in social media use. And that might sound like, oh, Ren, of course there has, you know what I mean? Like when people have nothing else to do, what are they gonna do? But what I thought was really interesting is that, you know, a lot of conflicting data, I feel like gets shared or talked about about Gen Z, right? Gen Z is only on TikTok, they're only on Snapchat, all this stuff. But what I actually found super fascinating is that, Facebook has Gen Z, Millennial, and Gen X on it. Instagram also has Gen Z, Millennial, and Gen X on it, and the usage has gone up. The next platform is gonna be YouTube after that, but it is like way down, okay? And then TikTok is way down, Snapchat is way down there com compared to the use of Facebook and Instagram. So what this shows us is that all three generations are spending more time on Instagram and that even Gen Z, even these younger generations, 
they are still hanging out on Facebook and Instagram mostly over TikTok and Snapchat. So I think that that's really important because if you guys know me at all, I always recommend having like a super streamlined, simple strategy for what you're doing. When we're trying to be everywhere, it is super overwhelming and it's really hard to be effective. So what I've seen work really well is committing to the platforms where your people are, okay? Like, it's not really about like, what's fun for me? Um, what's the most easy for me? What's the most comfortable for me? It's about where's my dream client spending her time and then how can I show up there in a compelling way that gets her attention? So Facebook and Instagram are still the leaders here. Um, Clubhouse, by the way, not even on the radar. <laughs> so, you know, it's good to just see and get that confirmation that nothing really needs to change platform-wise. You're in the right direction if you have a Facebook and an Instagram strategy. Okay, so the second trend for 2022 is that people are really looking for authentic brands. And I think I feel like I'm a millennial, so I personally feel like our generation really started this trend, but it's like, I think we're all looking for people who align with our values and for things that feel real. When, you know, like the whole rise of influencers and all of that stuff, I think that it's hard and some of us have kind of lost trust in what people are promoting, what people are talking about on a consistent basis, because it just we can't tell. Why are they talking about that? Are they getting paid or do they really like it? Like there's so many feelings there. So we want to build brands that really focus on authenticity. And I know all of you like hairstylists and estheticians, authenticity is really important to you. Um, Self-expression, being an individual. I mean, for a lot of us, that's what attracted us to this industry in the first place. So I know that this is really speaking your language, but we really need to make sure that the content that we're putting out there, the stories we do, the live streams that we do, that they are super authentic and that people are really kind of getting this behind the scenes look at our real like heart and mission and abilities and all of that. So the main takeaway for me from this is a couple of things. So posting screenshots from your clients telling you like, never leave the industry or I love you. I love my hair. It's never looked this good. So kind of reposting screenshots, reposting reviews, reposting selfies from your clients, um, having your clients tag you so that their photos are literally showing up also on your feed. I think that this is really going to help you build that trust and build that authenticity because we, so many people can catfish, right? Like businesses catfish all the time. Like we can buy followers and buy likes and buy views and doctor everything and Photoshop everything. But a client, you know, sharing a selfie or talking about their experience with you, that can't necessarily lie. And then you showing your work and you sharing kind of the behind the scenes, that can't lie. So these are ways to just add more authenticity into your brand. And Another piece of this, I think, is really being open to connecting and sharing your mission, sharing the genuine passion that you have about what you do, what makes you different, 
and where you're aligned what are your what are your views and for example i'm not necessarily talking about your political views there's a lot going on right now with all of that stuff but i am talking about you know for so many stylists that i talk to now they're using holistic brands they're using organic um sustainable they're choosing color with low chemicals i mean this is a a big sector that we have kind of like a niche within the salon industry and there's a client for that. So if you can really share and open up about your commitments, your passion, what you're doing, I think that people really connect to that. And people really like doing business with those that they feel like align with them. We're not just trying to follow random trends or do random things. We're really looking for something that means something. We wanna be more part of like, a movement or an experience versus just a brand or a consumer. Okay, so that's the second um, trend that we're noticing is people are looking for authentic brands. Okay, so the last trend, trend number three, is that there are options, there are way more options than ever before as like the online landscape has kind of leveled the playing field, right? So long time ago, the big salons in town were probably like, eating everybody's lunch because they had the reputation, <laughs> they had the exposure, they had the good location, and that was kind of it. But now, somebody brand new with just, you know, with their own suite who is working themselves can now be super competitive with the bigger salons and super competitive from someone in the industry 20 years and someone in the industry just three years. So what's awesome about this and scary is that there's more competition there's more options for consumers than ever before and what this shows what the data showed is that loyalty has actually shifted so listen to this so 25 percent of consumers now report that they are switching brands more frequently than ever okay so people are more open to try different brands. They're less likely to just stick with someone because it's easy, which is kind of a trend of the past, right? Oh, well, I already know you. It's easy. You have my color formula. We're good. I'm going to come to you forever. So loyalty now is not a given. And I think that this is really, really important. And it's something that we've seen building for a while, but loyalty is not a given from our clients so what this really shows us is that we need to value the experience that we're bringing but we also need to really show our clients how much we value them and the mission that we have that connection that we have to our craft to our passion to our clients we really need to hold ourselves to a standard that we're super proud of Hey Robin, happy to see you here. So being consistent with your client experience and really creating more online touch points in between visits, I think is like so vital in maintaining loyalty with your clients. So I want you guys to think about this. You see your client and then they're coming back in five weeks, okay? In between that time, how beautiful would it be if during that time they're engaging with your content on a regular basis, they're liking, commenting, sharing what you're posting, 
you guys are chatting in the DMs, <laughs> kind of like interacting with each other's stories, all of that stuff. I mean, how much more loyal do you think that person is going to be to you, even though they're still seeing you the same amount of time? So I see that that is really where the industry is going because the opposite experience is, okay, cool, I will see you in five weeks. And then in that five weeks, they're interacting with other stylists. They're seeing other stylists post. Maybe they're watching their live streams about fall trends or something like that. We have more of an opportunity to kind of lose that connection and almost have them maybe doubt us because we're not showing up with that fall trend advice. We're not showing up like that. And if somebody else is, it's going to be super tempting for them to shift loyalties and try something new. So creating these in-between touch points using your Instagram account or using like a client Facebook group or something like that, I think is really going to help with maintaining this loyalty. And then with what we were talking about before with having an authentic brand, I mean, I want you guys to know that like people don't come to you for good hair. Like they don't come to you for great hair or great color or an amazing blowout. That is like a benefit of seeing you, but they come to you because of you. Like they come to you because they like you. They like being around you. You make them feel good. There's a lot of like other factors that really take over from the service. And so as we're building our authentic brand and we're being more ourselves in terms of like our passion, our mission, our commitment to what we're doing, um, really showing those behind the scenes, that is also going to keep our loyalty at a high level. So all of these really are gonna be playing together. So just to do a quick recap, for those of you who are just coming on, the three consumer trends that salons really need to pay attention to for 2022 are an increase in social media use across all generations. So Gen Z, Millennial, and Gen X are on Facebook and Instagram at a high level more than any other platform. The second one is that people are looking for authentic brands. So they're not just looking for something good or high quality or functional or any of that. They're wanting to connect with a brand. They're wanting the brand to mean something to them or about them for working with them. And then the last trend, trend number three, is that there are more options than ever before and more consumers are jumping from brand to brand um, versus being super loyal out of convenience. So loyalty is no longer a given. And because there's more access to a wider variety of service providers, more visibility for them, we really have to build in those loyalty touch points, in my perspective, through using our social media to maintain touch or remind our clients between their visits how much of an expert we are, how cool we are, and why they love working with us. So that is what I have for you today. Those are the major trends. And at the beginning of this live training, I asked you guys, um, what was your biggest challenge as we're dealing with um, this consumer behavior shift to being online? And the answer that I got the most was actually B, which was how to stay competitive. Okay, and I think that this is a great one. 
I also, in my group, I had C, which is how to become more digital. So how to take your brick and mortar, <laughs> hands-on services that you offer, and then also have these new maybe digital elements that keep your business fresh and attract new business. So C, we will save for a later day because I saw more bees come in, but how to stay more competitive now that things are going online? I mean, this is a great, great question. And I also think that how we were talking about sharing user-generated content is like the marketing term for it, but sharing our clients' selfies, sharing um, the tags, the screenshots and all of that, I think that that's how we're going to continue to stay competitive and by showing up and being authentically ourselves. So what is not going to be competitive, so what's the opposite, what's not going to work is if we just keep posting a, a pretty hair photo. I mean, I don't think that that is going to be enough any longer. And for those of you who have been in my world, for those of my former students, who watch this replay or are here. I mean, you guys are prepared for this. This is what we've been working on for years, but it's like, it's not going to be competitive to just post a photo and then not talk about all the other stuff. It is not going to be competitive to not show people how knowledgeable and talented you are with your craft. You know, we can't get away with like, fun Drake lyrics anymore. Like we really have to show up and show our knowledge. And then like I was saying before, remember to show our heart and our passion and our values through the brands we're aligned with, through, you know, how we, how our salon functions, you know, if you're recycling a lot or if you're really committed to different elements or maybe you're just committed to being the most fun. I mean, go all in on, how you're the most fun, people love that shit. So it's like being authentic and really leaning into who you are, why you do what you do, and what your specialties are, I think is how you're going to continue to stay competitive. And the last thing that I would say on that is really about continuing to show up. So we are going to lose trust when we're not being consistent. We're gonna lose trust when we go dark for <laughs> a week or two and don't post anything. Like showing up and being consistent, those are the people that are gonna move to the top, whether they've been in business one year or 40 years. And so that's really what we need to be committed to is how can I continue to show up in a way that obviously is not dominating every moment of my time and <laughs> I still have a personal life, but that's in a way that's compelling to the dream client that I wanna work with. So that's what I would say is show up, be consistent, and then really lean into being authentically you and standing aside your values. Okay, so that is everything for today. I've loved seeing all of you kind of popping on and off and all the comments that you guys have left. Um, if you're here watching the replay and for those of you that are still here with me live, go ahead and comment like what is one thing that surprised you in these trends for uh, of consumer behavior for 2022? Like did anything kind of shock you? 
Um, what are you going to kind of take away and implement differently moving forward? I would love to talk about it. So come to the replay and tell me what it is. And then otherwise, I will see all of you next week.